What up, everyone? Welcome again to another episode from my mom's garage home theater edition. As always, this is your host, Tony, with my boy, Nikki. Hello, 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 everyone. Good hello. afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I say good morning, good night, good evening. It doesn't matter. Good afternoon. You don't know what time they're going to hear this? I'm just telling you good afternoon. Okay, good afternoon to you too, sir. Good afternoon, sir. <laughs> yeah. So today, hello, my movie goers. Today, we're going to be talking about... a. Uh, an interesting movie that came out for Apple TV. Uh, it's called Spirited, starring yes. Ryan Reynolds, Will Ferrell. Such an interesting combination of characters. Um, and uh, it has um, Octavia Spencer. Uh, has a you know whole list of characters. But just to give you kind of a heads, uh, kind of synopsis on this one, it's a musical version of Charles Dickens' story. Uh, regards a Christmas of, Carol of the Christmas Carol. However, this is a very different version of it. So in this version, it basically it, it, it's almost like that. What uh, that that's it, that whole Charles Dickens story of Christmas Carol was not a one time event. Yeah. Apparently they do this every year. And that's what uh, this movie is in regards to that. This is what happened. This is the current year of that same thing that they did. So and that's and Ryan Reynolds is the the ver, the Scrooge character in this um yeah where he plays a a guy who basically kind of does the um the Op. gaslighting I guess or or sales Op pieces ops op pieces for for marketing marketing yeah for any company any political party anybody so basically he he create he can he controls a narrative when it comes to most things like yeah but his whole thing is he even said I think he's like that they they always use kind of like the hate for one thing to sell something else. Yeah. So that's why they picked him because he's somebody who sells hate for a living in a sense. Yep. Exactly. Um, so on top of this, don't forget yeah. it's a musical, which I love musicals. I'm a, I'm, I, a, I'm a huge fan of musicals. Yeah. It, this a lot of the songs were like catchy, which I liked. <laughs> I like that the, they didn't really like. It wasn't the musicals weren't like something that. Because obviously, when movies people just start singing out of nowhere, and everybody just go with it, go with it. And this one, it was just like it was obviously like, like why is everybody doing this? Yeah, like, please don't get into a musical number right now. Yeah, like. <laughs> but so. you got Ryan Reynolds playing Ryan Reynolds as normal, and and it's always fun to watch. Uh, I love. All right, so I, what I enjoyed about it, and and I didn't realize until it happened, was that uh, Will Ferrell's character was the original Scrooge. I thought it was an interesting twist. I love that twist. I love that. Twist. I love that twist, and 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 it, it, if you know what, it gave me more understanding of why he's trying so hard not to go back to Earth, not to go back to Earth, but two, why he's so hard, he's so uh, hard at trying to redeem an unredeemable, and 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 you find out. Well, the extra. I mean, you already jumped into the like middle of the movie, but yeah, yeah there yeah. was an extra twist of of why that was so important to him. Not just because he was Scrooge, but because of other I'll jump details. back and forth on this yeah. one. I liked it. So, yeah, I, I really did enjoy the movie. So it starts off with um, they were redeeming. Uh, uh, what's her character? Because um, she was actually a big actress for that one. Kristen Wiig? No, Kristen Wiig. That wasn't no. Kristen Wiig. No, it was uh, um, the, the actress who they, they basically were finishing up. It was uh, Rose Bryan. Oh, yes. Uh, as Karen. Um, I love the name that they gave her. <laughs> so it was so funny because like she was the one that they they were finishing up with to kind of set 
let you know that this is a yearly event that they do. Um, which I thought was cool. Even even the character of the the uh, the act, the, the one that was gonna be the one that they were going to Christmas Carol that year, but they ended up going with Ryan Reynolds' character was was a pretty funny guy. I've seen him in so many movies and TV shows. Like that was a uh, PG uh, PG Brian PG Brian. Oh, I wanted that there's a connection there. Um, so it was interesting that they used those two characters for the for those relatively small roles. Um. So then you get into, they decide that, because like you said, um, Will Ferrell's character has this idea that he really wants to, ch- he doesn't want to change individuals anymore. He wants to change the entire world. Yeah. So he got tired of picking individual people that don't have any, any influence on the world itself. So he decided that he wanted Ryan Reynolds' character because he has such an influence on the world's uh, perspective. On, it has uh, a bigger impact. Exactly. So he was determined to, to get him just for that reason, not necessarily because as an individual, he was somebody he wanted. It was mostly just because of his reach, um, which I loved. And I love that he convinced, uh, um, the, the, I guess he has a boss. <laughs> Who? Uh, uh, Will Ferrell character has. Yeah, he has his over, he has the, the like part of like the general manager. Yeah. He's like the star player. Of everything, he's the one that that controls the narrative of everything Which, that's going on. It was and I love the fact that they. One of the things that I liked, and and when I noticed at when we, uh, with the first Scrooge was that, at the end of it, you're like, "What the hell happened?" As a whole production set, and they use a, and it looks like they use a year entirely to learn everything. I love this. It, it, it literally feels like a whole. Uh, um, like elves building um, toys before Christmas. Yeah, they do all this work for one day. For one, one day production, only. Yeah, one night. Oh, one night, technically. Yeah. yeah. So it's so funny because, yeah, they 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 research the person. They research their family. History. Their history, the memories. So and they, they can, break it down to, like, they have everything super detailed. Like, they're this far away. The toy was laying on this angle. These are memories that we could, we could uh, use as anchors or catalysts to... To hopefully change heartstrings, yeah, yeah, pulling their heartstrings. Yeah, so it was, it was, it was cool the way they they set all that up, like all like all the production. My favorite was uh, of all the characters, was aside from the main characters, was uh, uh Morgan. Um, oh, Morgan. Um, uh, the the uh, the, de- uh, the death death, yeah. For real? I thought Tracy he was hilarious, Morgan? Tracy Morgan. Uh, yeah, because he was funny, like the way he did. His... No, I like uh, past Sunita Mani. Really. I loved her. Oh my god! I love how she was obsessed with this guy. And she, every time she, goes, he's obsessed with me. I know it. Like this. <laughs> yeah. No, no. The when so we'll we'll jump into it. once he they pick him, they uh, Will Ferrell's boss was like, if you fail, then you have to go back to the human world. You've been here for decades. You you have to go. So his first thing, let's send past mm. to it, and and she goes, did you get to him? He goes, she's like, he got to something. I was like, like she just went straight forward to like she didn't hesitate. Because we just started talking, and he got to something. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, she was she was ready for that. She was like, well, she said it. She was like, he's uh, he's hot. Like she wanted him. Like she was just saying the whole time that he was attractive. Um, I I the only thought the only thing I thought was weird was the ghost. The ghost they started off. You know how it always starts with a ghost that's gonna tell you what's gonna happen. Yeah, it's obviously that had a connection to the original. Uh, character, which yeah. was uh, Will Ferrell's character, but it really had no like they used the same guy. No, the the guy that they used was his boss. 
What do you mean his the, boss? The one that the overall that was the same guy, I thought. No, well, yeah, it's the same guy. But what I'm saying is, but they the whole part of that in the Christmas Carol was that it was a ghost from his past. Like for some reason, I thought it was gonna be his sister that did that. Oh, okay. But I guess that, that wouldn't have had as much, much impact, impact. Yeah. At the end, but yeah, I thought it was so bizarre that they. And I thought it was funny with the the, the little um, the chains and the the canisters of things. Yeah. It was just so funny. Uh, yeah, it, it was so. Yeah, they picked him. And uh, the whole thing with Will Ferrell and Octavia Davis is like weird because he could not figure out why she could see him and they can communicate. Yeah, that was that was awkward. That's the only thing that, that was the only thing that didn't make sense to me. I thought he was going to have one of those like uh, was the City of Angels moments Like he's going to uh, like be obsessed with her every time he has to come see like uh, Ryan Reynolds character. And she's always there, so he's like falls for her. Not that they ever meet. Yeah, it would have been probably more impactful if he was just kind of obsessed with her, but not necessarily that she can see him right away. Yeah, because um, I guess they wanted to make sure you build a relationship before, you know, with the especially what happens to later in the movie. They wanted to make sure there's a relationship between them before you know things happen, uh-huh. as opposed to him just being obsessed with her. So, but I, I think I wish it would have been, but more of him making the choice to do it. Yes. As opposed to him accidentally doing it. Yeah, because he just, well, I think we're just jumping, but he wakes up and he's like already in a physical body. That everybody can see. That's the only That's the only thing about the movie that never got to me with it. What? No, no, that whole Will Ferrell. I, I like the relationship between Will Ferrell and Octavia Spencer and their moments that's together. Davis? I'm so sorry. Huh? I said Davis before. I'm sorry, guys. Octavia Spen- Spencer. No, I know. You're right. I said Davis. Oh. So. Yeah, Octavia Spencer and and Will Ferrell. I love their community. I love when they're on screen and and he's being goofy like he always is when he has that awkward that little awkward talk. Um, but yeah, I felt that if I think it, I would have liked it more, like him researching so much of it, um, Ryan Reynolds' background and seeing everything that Octavia was in or involved in his life because it looks like Octavia's been there with Ryan Reynolds for years. That he grew to love her, like oh my god, she's such, she's such a wonderful person, but she's so under his wing or his 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 uh, leadership or whatever that she does these things because of the loyalty she has. I know, but I think the relationship between, I think the problem is if they did it that way too, is that it would take away because his uh, the relationship they wanted to build was him and Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, but they obviously wanted that relationship with her and with him and Octavia Spencer uh, to play a part later on the movie. But I think they really wanted to build the growth between him the and brotherly Robert. love between yeah, each which other. which is what the like what grew and it, it was interesting the way everything happened. Um, I was a little I won't won't lie. We'll get to the end in a minute, but it, the ending kind of upset me a little bit at first until the actual ending happened. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. So we get to the part where they let him know. That he's gonna be visited by three ghosts. He ends up uh, meeting Ghost of Christmas Past yes. and sleeping with her to the point where, like, okay, she can't go back now. So, <laughs> so Wilfer has to take over from the beginning. Um, and it was it was interesting because obviously the whole point of his position that he's a salesperson. He is somebody who sells perspective. Like he just sells people whatever he wants. So funny enough, who you're talking about because they're both they're both salesmen. They are, but it was Wilf like. Uh, Obviously, the whole point was Ryan Reynolds was supposed to sell, like, like Will Ferrell was supposed to sell him on being a better person, but he, you know, the person he got was literally his whole thing as a salesperson. So, 
in every time he tried to do that, he just kept on trying to sell back. Yeah. So it was just kind of a back and forth. So that's why they, they work well together because they kept on just trying to butt heads and sell each other on different things. One up each other. Yeah. Or build, like break each other down in the conversations. So, but it was, it was a good combination of back and forth with them. Uh, the museum numbers were awesome. Uh, she probably didn't get my opening line. Good afternoon. <laughs> I didn't catch. Honestly, I didn't catch it until right now, and I realized what it is. <laughs> good that afternoon. was my favorite. That was my favorite song. That was my favorite. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. <laughs> Fuck you. I, mean, I, I I really wanted to do. I never got a chance to do research. I wanted to find out if that's actual thing. Because I'm sure it is. Probably. But it's just so funny. Even that, if it wasn't, that shit's hilarious. Because the minute I, I I heard that song. I was telling everybody good afternoon at work the next day. And they probably just like, hey. like, hey, good afternoon. I'm like, good afternoon. And they're like, good afternoon, Tony. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I'm telling you good afternoon. They're like, okay. No, but it's just, it was funny because I, I could see the thing. I love how, especially the way we talk to each other, we say things right now, obviously that people understand, sus, whatever. You know, those are, those are terminologies that we get or, or words that we get, but we don't know. Slang. Slang, yeah, but well, yeah, also much. even even if we just use regular language, but how we interpret, how we mean it, yeah, means something different today. It could be in tomorrow, you know, like, um, yeah, like people were like, yo, that's bad, like in the eighties, like that's some cool yeah. shit. Yeah, exactly. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, so and now that term is not readily used as much as often. When it's people, like, yo, that's bad. Okay, that's not something. To, it's not something to avoid. So, but it's it's good How's to know because like, can you imagine if let's say we do time travel and I'm like I tell somebody that and they're like. Start trying to cut me like, good afternoon, sir. You what? What'd you say? Like, <laughs> and that's what happened when 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 uh, they got out of the taxi, and the taxi goes, "Good afternoon," and Wilfair runs in, starts punching him, trying to attack him. He goes, "What?" He goes, "Like, no, 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 it's not that." That's when Ryan Reynolds pulls him away. But I, that's, that was an interesting part too, where Ryan Reynolds kept on trying to get him to be his bad self again. No, you know what? It, I, I I don't know if it was his bad self. It was um, more of what are you avoiding than well, being your bad self? Because Ryan Reynolds didn't didn't try to try to have him do villainous stuff or bad things. Is like, what are you trying to avoid? And if that's your nature, be that. And that's what. But that's, and that's the thing that Ryan Reynolds was. That's what. And that's a counterpoint that that Will Ferrell's character is trying to push him is be like, hey, if you have this epiphany. Of that your choices could alter the happiness of the world or somebody else, then be happy, do those good choice good choices all the time. Ryan Reynolds' perspective was like, listen, I am who I am, and that's gonna be. And maybe there's gonna be to- times that yes, I'm gonna reflect and decide on 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 matters that my my the outcome might be positive, but at the same time, if it becomes negative of my choosing then that's fine. Okay, too. Well, no. I, okay, so the perspective I got in the whole thing was Ryan Reynolds, yes, he said he want, he it's rather good or better to be yourself. Yeah. But it's what you do with those. Like, it's it's not what? about, because Will Ferrell kept on being about who you are. So he was afraid to be who he was because of the things that he did when he was alive. So he was always this good, nice person. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. The thing was is that, and by nature, he's not necessarily like that. And that was the problem that what, well, uh, Ryan Reynolds was trying to tell him, is like, I'm not, you know, you can still be kind of a jerk to a certain degree as long as you're doing the right thing. If you're not making right choices with that, you're still good. Yeah. 
So it's like uh, you can still you can still be the person you are just as long as you're making. Because think about it, if you're an an aggressive person, let's and you you just that's your nature. You just tend to be more aggressive, but then you you are so aggressive you just kind of walk over everybody. That's bad. Yeah. But if you're aggressive in order to protect somebody who needs protecting or defending people that need to be defended, then you're good. Yeah. So you're still being who you are. You just. Doing it's in for, the manner that you you're do it. choosing to do it for one reason over another, and yeah, that's depending on the manner you use it. Exactly, and that's what uh, that's what the ultimate argument was at the end of it. Yeah, no, no, I understand, and I think I think we took similar perspective, perspective. on it, and I see the say, yeah, but I, 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 you know what's funny? I really enjoyed this movie. I did. I, I think. I was actually surprised a couple going times. back and thinking about it after I watch and even now talking about it. I I don't know if it's gonna I because all right so here's a lot of things there's a there's always movies that come out that you're like I have to watch it during the Christmas season like there's certain staple movies yeah. like Home Alone mm. Love Actually I think the Fat Man is there not every Christmas but every so often if it comes around I'm gonna watch it. Die Hard is another one. And I'm like, I usually try to see, like, it, does this movie fall into, yes, a probably added to my cycle of movies. I think uh, this, of, yeah, this one has a more of a... I does, think this, does it does it fall for you, though? Yeah, because, okay, so... I just, like, for example, annual, remember, annual Christmas movie list? So, like, okay, does so... It, does it goes on the list, though? That's what I'm saying. Like, so let me see. So, like, do you remember the one last time with, uh, um, with the guy from uh, Barney from How Much Your Mother? Um, uh, which one was that? Pixel, Pixel, something. The one about the Nintendo, Eight Bit Christmas. Eight Bit Christmas. I legitimately believe that was gonna be a rotationary movie, like something you can see every year out of the way. But I don't feel like it has that same kind of like. It was great. It was good for what it was at the time. But I don't think it has the same kind of heartstrings you need to to be something you want to watch every year. But I do believe this one does have it in the same realm of the original Scrooge. Like I could see this. And then watch them like I can see this one, and then watch the one with uh, uh, Bill Murray. Ooh, that yes. See, because I can watch that one, with Bill Murray. It's a classic, and I think this one ultimately will. will it's fall. a modern, it's a modern take on the Scrooge story, but just. A but different it, but it did story. it did have enough change in it. It that did makes have it memorable. Change. Yes, and so the so here's a good question because let's say if they were trying to be like oh the Christmas the original Christmas Carol. Is the first movie would this be considered a a reboot sequel to that movie? <laughs> They're like we're taking the real like almost like well, Ghostbusters. It's a third. It's a third movie. Does does the other Scrooge count as it because Bill Murray wasn't in it though? No, 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 no. So you think about the original Christmas Carol period, right? Yeah, and then this one jumps into like this, and thing. then but then you go into the one with Scrooge with uh, Bill, Bill Murray. Murray, and technically this would go in line because basically the Scrooge was how Bill Murray saw the whole night, but this is how it's seen in the background, how everything's happening yeah. in the background. So Bill Murray was just another one of the characters. Actually, it would have been a great... Oh, if one of his heads was on... Like, yes, if his head was up there. Oh, my God, I want to see that scene now. Like, yeah, I want to see if, it, if Bill Murray's there, then we have, awesome. a un, we have a Scrooge universe. Oh, man, universe. that would be so awesome. We have a Scrooge universe. Yeah, that would be Chemist, so awesome. uh, Christmas Carol universe. Yes. And if not, let's... Tell Ryan Reynolds to CGI <laughs> superimpose Bill Murray's head into one of the scenes with the heads. 
That would actually be such a cool. Now I really want to see that scene again and see if that's in there. So yeah, I think this was. I think this was something that people can rewatch. Like again, they're both funny characters. Um, catchy numbers. You know, very memorable as far as how it ended. Even even the story that they try to tell, what he really tries to pull on, um, Will Ferrell on Ryan Reynolds with his Mm. sister. That was like that was a surprise too. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see like. I kind of like knew. he went deep. He went deep into deep waters with that emo- emotional post, uh, emotional strength. Yeah, because I was wondering why he was avoiding that that part so much, and I thought it was just mostly just he didn't want to see his sister dying. Yeah, but yeah, like I saw that scene and it just made me instantly think of like things in my life where it's like because I, I saw that as that one moment in your life where all you would like everything in your power, all you would like is to take that that part back. Yeah, and this. Do it some another do another way, and you you know that there's no way you can ever recreate, and there's never to you can never go back at that moment exactly. And, and re, re, there's no way to redeem to it. There's no way to change it. It's just it's a moment that happened, and it is what it is. Yeah. Another another scene that I liked. I don't know about you, was when they re-showed um, when they were showing their mom when they were little. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I got you a dog. And she like left the door open. She's like, oh my God, the dog ran away. We can't get your dog this Christmas. And Will Ferrell's like, oh my God, he's going to be this. That's the saddest moment. And he goes like, no, that was my favorite Christmas because of his sister. Well, because in his mind, he said it was like, because it taught him to, because that's the problem is that people, some people use trauma like that to, yeah. As empowerment. To, or to justify. Ooh, okay. You say empowerment, but I say justification. I think that your, your your wording is better. I like yours. Because he thought that that's how he had to be from now on because that's how people are in general, right? Yeah. But not realizing, no, they shouldn't. The problem is she shouldn't be that way. Life shouldn't be that way. And we shouldn't sit there and try to kind of adapt and say it's okay to be that way because that's I need to protect myself against it. And that's where he was. He was like, that was a horrible moment. You need to have absorbed it as that was a horrible moment. You just, Instead, you try to take it as a life lesson because it's hard. It's a pain that you don't want to deal with. So you decide yeah. to make it your strength. But at the same time, it's more of a just ends up being a justification. Yeah, true. Okay. So it was it was a very impactful scene because it's like it was a horrible. They grew up in a very horrible situation, apparently. Yeah, you know, he did. And, and you know what's crazy was that. And this is from a TikTok I just found. And, and this goes into play of this movie also was that people that grew up in uh, with love see the world completely different than people that grew up with survival. What do you mean? So the best example they put, and I was like, oh my God. So he was like, um, people that grew up with love, like nurturing upbringing or everything else has was able to see the world in this view like let's say glasses rose colored glasses Ro- almost like rose colored glasses everything's beautiful perfect every everything goes along the way it is mm. but then you have people that grew up with struggles with like like his like his mom wasn't like doesn't seem like the best mom in the world and he had he he looked the uh he looked at the world with broken glasses so he had his vision had to adjust to be able to adapt to see the world as it is through his vision or what he was, he was able to see through. So the way he, because he grew up in survival, he lived, he saw the world and life completely different 
that somebody saw through rose-colored glasses. And and, and 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 somebody said that, and it just came into play with, I, I don't know, I just thought about it when you're like, yeah, he grew up, he had to use that as justification. And like, yeah, because he, after that point, he looked at the world as through a broken glass. Well, and that's where experiences mold different people because, um, like, I remember reading about something about Robin Williams that he understood pain so well that that's why he was as funny as he was because he didn't want anybody else to suffer. Yeah. Or there was a scene from my favorite Doctor Who where they were talking about, um, uh, why am I blanking on the artist? Uh, Van Gogh. Uh, Van Gogh, correct. Yeah. Oh, that scene, yes. Yeah, that scene always messed me up because it's, that's the thing is like some people see pain in this world and feel like that's what life is, so they just want to be protective of it. And they want to adapt to it and they just want to basically win, win it over, survive mm-hmm. it or win it over. Some people see that pain and want to offer the opposite to the world because they, they understand how pain. That's what I'm saying. So it's how you interpret everything that happens to you. So you can see ro- the life with rose-colored glasses and share that rose-colored glass like vision to the world and continue doing that. That's great. Mm-hmm. But then other people that, that grew up with pain feel like, well, no, I grew up with pain, so I should do whatever I can to protect myself and that's it. And just, so give more pain. You, you, you're going to survival mode. So, but you're going to adapt to the world. Like it's, it's all pain. Yeah. And I'm going to just protect myself and give more pain to the world. But then other Not people, more, I don't think if they well, go that's into, the thing is like, it's, it's all I, how everybody interprets it differently. Yeah, of course. And then talking about more pain and survival mode that goes into this movie as well. When he has opportunity to help his niece trying to win class president. And he goes into this deep op piece and and shares an, a deleted video or tweet that this kid, the opposition yeah. kid, mm. did. And then you fast forward that is like that pain or that moment that he had a second choice, reflected, deleted it, and never put it back up again, and never expressed it, and just was being a positive and helping child. That that one moment identified him for everything else, and that was a that was the cause of eventually him committing suicide. Yeah. yeah. And that's, and that's, and that's a, and, and that's a heavy topic just to talk about now with that's within a Christmas movie, which is like crazy. Like you, like I, you, I would have never thought they would have gone like that deep into it. And, and that created a conversation after with my wife about like, just not like that, but just like how um, minor setbacks or minor, Choices that you you wish you would have done different, if if the way that if people are now like they're so quick to cancel, so quick to paint this picture of you of this small error that you did, that could change your life forever. So we went to a deep conversation with that, but it stemmed from that moment. Like he did a mistake. He he didn't intend to. He posted it with intention of being funny. He he reflected. And he deleted it on his own accord. Should he still be judged and juried for that moment if everything after that doesn't reflect how he is as a person? I that mean, was just a conversation. I'm just, I'm no, just saying no, no, that's no. a conversation. I, I was, I don't know if I was posing as a, I know it sounded like posing as a question, but or something. But no, that's but it, what, it's, I mean, but that's the way society is. The thing is, where, like, it's you're putting yourself on a public spectrum. And unfortunately, we do that all the time, regardless. Of, we're not, 
You used to be celebrities. Now it doesn't matter who you are. You always put yourself in the public spectrum. Yeah. And the thing is, is that people, it's, because the thing is, is like, when it comes to that anonymity, they, we, we develop people that are just going to want to call each other out. That's it. Like, yeah. but then the question is how you handle it too. Because once you put some, once you have that little bit of a kink in your armor, just because they can, people will just quickly just try to break it down from there. Yeah. Because I mean, the of people course. that the people that I've noticed that don't, that because that's why I always laugh about the whole cancel culture thing. Because I'm like the thing that gets me about it, it just it's not new. Like people make it seem like it's this thing from this generation, but that's just the terminology we give it. But think about think about how people used to write into cancel TV shows from when I was a kid. Like if they didn't like a, an episode of a TV show because they did something, they wanted that episode pulled. They wanted the show canceled. I mean, it's all right. So it's I know that now, new. now the problem is, is that that's and you the, said the, it. The brand has has become more. I I want to say the word might be ambiguous, where it's like instead of the brand being the name of the show, now the brand is the you're you as an individual. You're always a, we're all brands. So now, yeah, instead of calling for the cancellation of the show, now it goes into the individual. But the thing is, how the individual handles it too. Yeah, of course. And it's all based on how how people love you or not, because ultimately, because. Think about it. I've seen people do some stuff that they should have disappeared, but they don't because people like them. And it's, I mean, ultimately, a lot of things just end up becoming a popularity contest. Yeah, no, I get you. So let's finish off this one because we went on on the tangent. No, no, now. sorry. Yeah, so yeah, 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 so continuing on. So how yeah. does it end? So you say you. Oh yeah. You, so the ending was the part that you, I was iffy about till the very, very end, which is so uh, they go through this whole night. Ryan Reynolds fights it all the way through because he doesn't want to change. He. He justifies who he is because he feels like he has to be or yeah. whatever. So they get, they find, they push, push, push. And even the part where he thinks it actually happens where because he had her delete the tweet mm-hmm. uh, to destroy the little boy that he thought he got him. He's like, oh, yeah. But it's true what that Ryan Reynolds said in that one is like, yeah, this overnight thing is 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 a, is a starting off point to change. But it's not changed. It's like he's not. I'm not. I'm just like I'm going to go on a Monday to do my job and stuff like that. Uh, so and Will Ferrell was like, "Wait, but I thought I changed. I thought this whole point I've been changing everybody." But well, um, Ryan Reynolds was also wrong because the change wasn't the change wasn't overnight. But that one desire to change was all that was created, and that's all that's needed. Yeah, to create a better person, desire to want to change, which. Uh, cumulative. Uh, uh, you ended up happening when Will Ferrell basically uh, stepped in front of the bus and Ryan Reynolds, you know, saved his life. Yeah, and that's when everything stopped and the music happened and oh, everything yeah. else. And that that was the part that got to me where I was like, "Damn, what what just happened?" Where apparently they t- that he actually died, like because you thought that he didn't die because the minute that he was about to hit by the by the bus, everything paused and they started singing and everything else. But then he ends up dying, and they tell him, like, well, the thing is, your sacrifice only matters. Um, your sacrifice only matters because it was a sacrifice. Yeah. If you didn't sacrifice yourself, then you would, it, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have, all this wouldn't have actually happened. Yeah. Um, so, it, it, but the thing that I liked that kind of redeemed itself, because at first, that, that really messed me up. I was like, wait, so all this, and he dies. Kind of like actually Will Ferrell, because Will Ferrell, they was like, yeah. wait, how long did you actually live as a new person, whatever? <laughs> like two weeks or two days, something like that. Like, he's like, what? 
that's not like you couldn't have actually known if you changed in that amount of time. Yeah. But um, I liked how basically Will Ferrell, the Will uh, Ryan Reynolds did take over Will Ferrell's position. And I love that. I love that twist. He, and then and he expanded on it too. He's like, yeah, we're gonna have a Hanukkah. We're gonna have uh, Ramadan. Uh, Carol, like every type of Carol was like, we're, we're multilingual now. We're going <laughs> we're expanding. Yeah, and he still ends up with past, which I loved. Yeah, I mean that was cool. That was awesome. So and then so that was the good part, and then also that he was able to visit Will Ferrell still, even though he's dead, but he was able to visit him. So it's like they had they continued their relationship in a different way beyond beyond the scope of reality. Yeah, so I liked it. It was good. How was many different. Nickies? Let's let's get into some Nickies on this one. Um, damn, I'm really kind of confused on this one because ultimately I would have said three and a half instantly, but we don't do have three and a half. Nope, no three and a half in this fucking house. Uh, in this fucking garage. Uh, let me see. Hold on, give me a second. Give me I a give second. it four Nickies. I'm just letting you know right now. Uh, I'm reluctantly, but yes, I'll give it four Nickies. Reluctant, and it's gonna be. A it's new, because it was good. I liked it a lot. I mean, but you wait. Like, I, I'm trying to understand this. You give it. You're reluctant to give it four Nickies, but adding it to your movie recycle list, the yes. Christmas annual cycle. Yes. Okay. So we got four Nickies for <clears throat> Spirited that you could watch on Apple Plus. You know how many times I watch? Like it's funny that you say that. But real quick, sorry, because you say about good or bad or five, or whatever. You know how many times I watch? Let's say like uh, Haunted House, the one with. Uh, um, the one with the uh, the Marlon Wayans, Marlon Wayans, yeah. That's just like a tw- twelve. <laughs> that's an amazing movie. But that's like it's not necessarily the best movie of all time. Y'all know, no, no, I know, but it's just fun to watch. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes there's things that are just good to watch, even though it might not be the best movie of all time. It's so good to watch. True. So all anyways, right. Yes, sir. So we got four Nickies again for Spirited, and like that, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into the latest episodes from my mom's garage home theater edition. As always, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at From My Mom's Garage or email us at fmmgpodcast at gmail.com. As always, you could let us know what you think, thoughts, concerns, or movie for us to review. And as always, tell a friend, send a friend, bring a friend. See you next week. Later.